Welcome back, everybody, to a long overdue episode of Go Blue Stew. I am your host, Stuart Douglas. Today, we've got a special guest, redshirt freshman, Will Cheddar. Will, appreciate you doing it, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Looking yeah, no, we've been looking for a guest, and you popped up, and it was perfect timing to talk about kind of this new season. And I was uh, researching you, and it was hilarious because I didn't know fully your story. And being from Indiana and, like, being, like, the white shooter from Indiana, I always get the stereotype, like, <laughs> farm boy yeah like, yep. i don't know if you've seen have you seen the movie blue chips um no i'm not okay so that's your homework you got to watch the movie blue chips first of all okay. my favorite basketball movie ever far and away all right. Penny. anyways there's a character ricky Rowe in it farm boy now i don't think your dad was going asking for the coach for a new tractor to get recruited <laughs> to to wherever i forget what the school was but like you lived the farm life 160 acre farm cows pigs syrup hunting like how was that growing up? Because it's very different from so many people. I mean, you, you hear about it a lot. And like Minnesota has a lot of farmland. So is Indiana. But like, mm-hmm. it's a very different lifestyle from other people. So like, mm-hmm. can you relate with other people with that stuff? Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have like, I just, like, I just find time being able to, you know, like find common interests and um, like topics to like talk about or either or like hang out and do with a lot of either like teammates or um, people around campus. Um, I think that's definitely unique. Like you obviously don't see a lot of people in, you know, college athletics, especially in like this day and age who have come from kind of a rural background. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I think it's, you know, like a different perspective. Um, I, you, you know, like obviously can bring something else to the table, um, you know, like a little bit of a different work ethic and uh, perspective yeah. on um, just like, the college experience in general and um you know being able to have this opportunity um through like basketball I probably wouldn't have had that without that so you know I'm super grateful to you know the coaching staff and everything like that for giving me this opportunity no it, it, it's funny because people talk about like oh yeah you need to play different sports mm-hmm. to like balance it out and like yep. you took the balanced life to an extreme yeah and I was wondering like if that was like a point for your parents because they were both athletes yeah, uh, your mom, very accomplished basketball player. You know, was that like a, a a really key for them, especially like during your formative years in basketball? Like, okay, keep that balance, Will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was um, it was imperative in our household that like all of my brothers and I are three sport athletes. Like, there was no there there was no question whether like we were going to play three sports. It was like, what sport are you going to play? So, um, I played baseball like just like for instance I played baseball until like ninth grade and I was like I just really like it's a big it hard with, yeah, like it was just hard with AAU and like it just wasn't working out yeah. and I was like can I just play AAU my mom's like my mom and my pops were just like absolutely not like you're gonna find a sport I'm like okay sounds good so I ran distance on the track team for two years and then uh finally I found something that I was successful at in discus because uh, long distance was it was yeah. not great. It was not great. I was I was probably the total opposite of what you would picture in a long distance runner. But um Yeah. But, but yeah, it was I, I feel like just having like different types of like competition, um, you know, year round, like whether it's football, track or basketball, I feel like that was a big thing for me, just growing up and seeing all those different situations and being um, you know, with so many like cool people and coaches. Um throughout my high school years was like super unique yeah no I, I and I have like verbatim right here for a question 
with all due respect, why the hell did you play football that long? So like, even after committing and signing, you were like, you're, there was still non-negotiable. Like you were going to play football that year or you just had done it that long. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I've ever like, told anyone this really, but I was actually not going to go out my um, senior year for football because they had originally moved the season to the spring um, yeah. in Minnesota because of COVID. Yeah. But it was kind of a last second decision, shortened season. Um, like only like, I think five or six regular season games where they moved it back to the fall. And like, I had a long conversation with my parents on whether I was going to do it. Um, my high school football coach growing up, I had known him ever since I was in like second grade. Um, he was a really, really good family friend. Still talk to him um, and keep up with him um, quite a bit like whenever I'm home. Um, so I just felt like, you know, like having that loyalty to, you know, him and the program, um, you know, I just love the play, to be completely honest. Just yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Just, just competing and having fun um, with my guys is something that I enjoyed to do and wanted to take full advantage of the time that I had. Yeah, you get to college real quick and you realize like how much it's good that you cherish that because you lose it pretty quick. I mean, don't get me wrong. Being on a college team is great, but it's just a very different, mm -hmm. very exactly. different atmosphere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think you and me had sort of similar recruitments, like in terms of like small town. I grew up in a small town okay. and then I moved to a Carmel High School. It was a huge high school. So from like 700 kids to four, over 4,000 kids, but you stayed small town. So I was yep. curious, like, you know, even being a six, eight, I don't know how tall you were in high school, like sophomore and junior year, but with mm -hmm. your, you know, I would like quote unquote slow recruitment. And then you kind of blew up right there before yep. senior year. You know, why, why was that? Was it, was it not just getting all the exposure in AAU? Because I mean, you were scoring the ball and shooting and you were tall. So like, what? and in today's day and age, you can see guys everywhere. So what was, what do you think you chalked that up to? Um, well, I feel like for me, it was just like the trust in, I would say my like AU coach, um, John Tower is the coach at uh, mm -hmm. UST St. Thomas. Um, but like, he was just so adamant. He was like, just like stick with the people in your circle. Like things are going to work out how they're supposed to. He was like, people are going to find you. You don't need to go where the grass is greener. Um, just like keep your head down, keep working. And he was like, and people are going to find you. And I feel like um, I own it to him. I own it to like my AU program, my high school coach. They did a great job of making sure that um, like who needed to see me, they, they did see me. And I feel yeah. like, um, like, obviously, I, I feel like a lot today, kids are, you know, switching to prep schools and stuff like that. But I feel like just the experience that I got from being in a, you know, smaller high school, um, I knew every single person in my class um, and just things like that. I feel like there's like something special to be said for, you know, doing that too. And, you know, choosing a little bit of a different path um, and, you know, things did eventually work out and I got to where I wanted to be and I love it. So, yeah. I mean, it seems like you're grounded and as long as you stay grounded, like that, that is huge. It's a bigger part of the equation than people realize, but in terms of Michigan, like your, your recruitment blip, you got a lot of offers at the end in total what at what point were you like okay it's it's Michigan was it right from the very beginning or was there a kind of a turning point there in June July um I would say that obviously like it was 
a lot of like mid-major programs, a few high majors there for a while. And then when, you know, June and July or yeah, like when like, yeah, when like June rolled around, things really started to pick up. Um, And I would say, you know, Michigan obviously was at like kind of like a dream school where I was like, wow, like that would be like so, so cool. Um, But like from like a young age, like ninth, 10th grade, I was like, maybe that's just a little bit out of my reach. But, you know, just, you know, kept working, um, like getting in the gym, um, you know, listening to my coaches. Um, and eventually, you know, I did get to that place. And I feel like when I did get that offer, there was, um, you know, other schools that I felt like I had built such a great relationship with the coaching staffs and things like that. So um, it was a tough decision, if I'm going to be completely honest, on where I wanted to go. But I think at the end of the day, I trusted what you know, Coach Howard and the staff had, like, laid out for me. Um, and, you know, just the academics and the basketball and everything, it was just kind of came full circle. Um, and it was just kind of a perfect, like, the perfect fit for me. How hard is it, truthfully, to keep that big picture? Because I even I did it. I went to Michigan and I was like, oh, man, I could have gone to a smaller school and gotten mm-hmm. more shots, more playing time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you seem, like, very grounded – but it's still it's still like an active thing. You have to keep yourself grounded every single exactly. day. So like, I, and it, I think it's helped from what I've read to like have Isaiah with you during redshirting. But like, mm-hmm. when that conversation happened to redshirt, I mean, how did you take that and process it? Um, I feel like, you know, coming in um, last year, it was like eye opening to me. You know, high school taking. I mean, tons of shots, having the ball in my yeah. hand, basically every possession to going to playing off the ball, um, four man, um, you know, not having the ball in my hand as much, not taking as many shots, you know, having to get other dudes open, setting screens. I feel like it was just um, such a big learning curve for me. And it came at me really fast. And I feel like, um, what the coaches, you know, set out in a plan for me to redshirt was the just the right decision for everyone. And I felt I feel like it was the right decision. Um, I'm definitely happy that I did it. Um, but like going back to your point on like having to stay grounded, like you have to just have to like, keep reminding yourself that um, like it's a little bit of a marathon. Like things are, you know, like. I, I don't I really know how to like put it, but it's just like yeah, things no, are I, gonna like work. Things are gonna work out in the long run, even though right now they don't quite seem um, like they're you know going like fan fantastic or you're like absolutely crushing it. But yeah, um, I, I feel like the redshirt year was definitely a lot of growth. I feel a lot better about where I'm at. Um, tons learned and just stuff like that. So yeah, I'm really I'm really glad it's how it worked out. Yeah, how how excited because you're you have those practices last year and workouts and like you're still trying to impress right in practice and work on oh your yeah, yeah yeah for sure but when that season ends and the first summer workouts start and like those open gyms start in the summer like now it's like a it's like a different like mindset like how excited were you to like finally be now competing like you're competing no. for minutes I, I i still remember the first workout after the season ended it was almost like wow like it's really really go time now like mm-hmm. like i have no excuses like 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 it's time to put the pedal to the metal and try to, you know, grind and, you know, find time. And like, I, I feel like, so like just so excited for like this year and like what it has to bring. And, uh, 
just like what my role is, whatever that may be. Yeah, no, I can, I can only imagine how, how has that been? Did you get like a little too high or you felt like you've, you've, you're really showing what you worked on um, and you really feel like you can contribute? Um, I feel like definitely um, with workouts like this spring, I was on campus all spring um, working out with um, our GA. I feel like just the stuff that we worked on, I feel like, um, you know, like my IQ has gotten a lot better. Um, I've been able to work on um, some things just on the core wise, um, being able to, um, you know, shoot better on the move, play off two feet down low, um, mm -hmm. different finishes, ball handling and stuff like that. So just being able to, um, you know, work on slowing the game down some more and being able to um, make like educated decisions with the ball is um, something that we worked on a lot um, and um, something that I feel like I can uh, help with. Yeah. I want to get into some of that basketball stuff, but John Sanderson, you know him very well now. He was there mm -hmm. when I was there saying, man, oh, yeah. how, how has that, that been? You, him, and Isaiah, I feel like it's just been attached to the hip then all, all year basically, huh? Nah, yeah. Sam, Sam is definitely my guy. I felt like, um, you know, last year, you know, during the season, whether it's the pregame lifts or if it's, you know, all the time that we spend in the weight room together, um, you know, I feel like we've gotten really close. Like we can talk about, obviously we talk a ton about strength and conditioning, you know, Sandman's passion obviously is that, but we're able to talk about basically anything and everything. Um, you know, I'm so thankful like to have him. He's been like great. Um, and just like all that time we spent like this spring, like I probably spent more time with Sam and like than anyone, like we were yeah. like, no one's family. on campus. Like yeah. we're literally just chilling in the weight room together. Just, just like shooting the shit, just talking. So yeah. I'm like, so yeah, I, I'm super thankful for him. He's done a ton for me. Um, and yeah, I'm super glad to um, have him as our strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, he's amazing. It's awesome that he's been there for so long and he's seen mm -hmm. a lot of it and can give you yeah. some perspective on these things. Exactly, exactly. He he he's always like talking about like how like this player is like like this dude that he had like 15 years ago at North Carolina. And he's like, oh yeah, you remind me of this dude, or like, oh yeah, I remember when I was at Clemson. Yeah, like, but oh yeah, like that, like, that was my guy. He, he just knows so many people, so it's so. It's so like cool to like hear all of like his different stories, like his journey and like how he's been able to like develop so many different dudes. It was funny. He he uh he got the job and the first couple of weeks we're working with him and talking with him. He's like, Yeah, I played basketball at Ohio State. And I was like, Did you mean like tight end or like linebacker? Like, what do you mean you played basketball? Like, is he still like yoked out and like challenging you in the weight room? Still just oh, oh yeah, he's he he's always talking about he's like i can meet you guys on the verse climber or like or, or like something like that like he's so competitive he, yeah oh he's so he's so competitive and he never fails to remind us about his days you know shooting the rack at ohio state so yeah exactly so but yeah great dude it's hilarious yeah he could talk to you about being a stretch four i think maybe oh yeah for yeah. sure so you you definitely try to put on some weight and some muscle, but like what other metrics that have you you tried to work on like athletically? I, I know you, I know you got some numbers because Sandman tracks everything. So like, what yeah, have you we what have, have you really improved we, on? We actually just did our vertical testing today. Um, I think I was plus two inches from last year. Nice. Um, yeah. 
but it wasn't as much like putting on weight for me. I came in pretty like quote unquote developed. I had done a lot of like lifting and stuff um, back home. I feel like it was just really like transforming my body, like leaning up, um, like starting like my diet. Like I really struggled coming in. Like I was eating like good stuff, but like not the right stuff. I feel like like really like my like dietary like knowledge has like improved like so much though this last year, like figuring all that out. Um, like how much I need to be eating, like what kind of stuff I'm eating and like stuff like that. So he's been great along with our dietitians on that. Um, but yeah. like my lateral quickness was a key point, um, you know, being able to like guard off like, like, like screens and like switching and stuff like that. Um, so we've done a lot on that and I've definitely um, like seen a lot of improvement and just like keep on developing strength and, obviously he's very good at doing that. So yeah, yeah. like all, so I, overall, overall, like the transformation has been, has been great. You can definitely notice um, just like how great he is at his job and how knowledgeable he, he really is at like what he's doing. So. Yeah. I, I want to get into some of that lateral stuff. Uh, but you reminded me of a point, like we would meet with a dietitian uh-huh. and in college and it wasn't until like post-college and like, even like recently really worrying about like having to, watch what I eat and working out, you know, I'm getting older and I'm like, yeah, we had a dietitian in college and they'd still feed us Mr. Spots before a game. And it was like <laughs> wings drenched in barbecue sauce, Philly cheesesteaks <laughs> and a milkshake. And then, you, <laughs> and then you're going to meet with a dietitian two days later. I'm like, after college, you're like, Oh, that was a little weird, but like college kids, you just bounce back. No. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that he's really good about, us like knowing like how we need to like fuel our body whether it's on the quarter lifting like he's always asking us if we have like morning lifts like what did you have for breakfast yeah. and I remember like one of the new guys to the team um he walked into the weight room and he was like yeah he's like I had half a Gatorade Gatorade protein shake and a small Gatorade for breakfast and Sam had his with that and he was, he was like, yeah, no, no, no. like <laughs> that's not gonna cut it that's not, not gonna, gonna fly yeah so we had to get the talk on the carbs the protein um and like the fiber and like just like the stuff that all of it like, yeah just all of it making sure that we know how um, to be successful and like get the most out of what he's like putting us through yeah you talked about the lateral quickness stuff and I've seen a few quotes from you talking about defense and being a focus for you you know how much a lot of it is physical right you got to have lateral quickness but a lot of it is learning the movement patterns, the, the reps, yeah. being confident on defense. Nobody, I never realized how much defense takes confidence mm-hmm. uh, until I got to college and, and really, really dried at it. You know, how much of it for you is, is getting those reps and like, how are you getting those reps? And are you seeing yourself improve with like ball string defense and being switched out onto point guard and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, like last year, like running scout team and like being um, with those guys and like, you're literally getting every single rep, like up and down, up and down, up and down. Like you're like no reps off. Um, so I feel like being able to just get those, um, you know, large volume of reps and like just during the season and stuff like that um, was huge for being able to develop, you know, Coach Howard always talks about like our habits and like being able to develop like our defensive habits and stuff like that um, was huge. And then just like seeing like how like, how much I know already 
um, like this year compared to like last year when I was coming in, yeah. um, being able to see like the difference um, when really I'm still a freshman is like, like really encouraging to like be able to know that I'm already like ahead of like the curve. And so like, yeah, but I, I, I would say that like, to your point about how defense is a lot of confidence, like you have to like be confident, in, like what you're saying to the guy next to you, like I'm in <laughs> yeah. gap, like, or like, if you say the same thing, like, no, like, no, like you get out, like I got this. And like, yep. like just being able to like, abs- like assert, abs- assert yourself yeah. um, out there is like huge. And I feel like, um just like the coaching staff has done a really good job of making sure that like we know that and um like everyone else um knows that as well so yeah definitely you talked about you were a prolific scorer in high school and you have that ability you have that shot making ability um part of going up a level each time with like college basketball and pro basketball is like get in where you fit in mm-hmm. so it's like balancing like my skill versus, okay, I can't like show my full game, but like, I want to keep showing it. So like, where do you find yourself fitting in offensively where you can compliment guys, but also maybe show some bright spots? Is it pick and pop? Is it being that stretch four? Can you post up? Like where, where are you trying to focus on right now offensively? Um, yeah, I feel like um, this spring we worked a lot on um, being able to um, read um, like the defense off like a pick and pop or a um, like drive and kick and then you're getting it and then like reading like a closeout and stuff like that being able to um, post on mismatches um, you know if you get a small guy on you um, working on mid-range game you know like last year in, in high school I had a tendency to like fade away and like I could get mm-hmm. away with it because I was obviously like so much bigger than like most of the guys I was going against. So being able to, like, we worked a lot on that to correct that. And um, like setting screens, like, um, like, like pick and like pops and stuff like that. Um, so I feel like, yeah, being able to play out of um, screens, mismatches, reading closeouts, driving. Um, I feel like that's really where I can kind of fit in um, making sure that um all the people who need to be getting the ball are getting the ball. Who needs to be open is getting open and stuff like that. You watched any film of uh, Mo Wagner there? Um, like I've, I've watched like games like of him, like not specifically with like the staff as much, but um, sure. I, I, I can definitely see um, like obviously Mo is very, very good, but like some similarities um, yeah. like, like within our games. Yeah. Juwan, I mean, the coaches have just been raving about you for, for all the right reasons, character, working hard, looking good, um, your talent and, and what they believe you can bring. And this was an interesting quote from Juwan. He's, I think um, the gist of it was maybe not this year, but next year, like he definitely sees you as a captain. And mm-hmm. I, I'm curious, like, if you were honest for a second, you know, why do you think you would be a good captain? Um. I don't, know, I don't really feel like there's a day in practice where like I don't bring it. Like I'm always kind of on a hundred and I feel like that can also be a fault of mine. Like um, where like, I'm always <laughs> like, like coach Phil always tells me like speed limit 65. I'm always driving 70. And <laughs> I'm, like, sometimes I just need to slow down a little bit and just um, like, just take a deep breath. And, but I feel like my work ethic is always there. Um, always in the gym. I'm not afraid to 
you know, hold someone accountable if they're not doing like what's right. Um, and just like my ability to kind of like read like people in general, I feel like I can connect mm. with every single guy and just kind of know um, like how to like approach them if like something may not be going right. Like for sure, for a certain guy, you may need to like go and say something to him like per like just one-on-one or some like someone else um maybe a little bit more extroverted like you got to call him out in front of everyone to get him going yeah um or like something like that so i feel like just my ability to um you know like energize people and um just like connect with people is um kind of a gift that i have um just kind of as a team catalyst yeah it comes back to that that balance that we talked about for a complete Mm -hmm. leader is that balance and you know it's funny that you say stuff like that because people are always like, all right, you got to be an exact extension of your head coach. And it's like, sometimes you gotta, you gotta be a little different. Like you got to take a different approach. You got to pull a player aside. Sometimes you do have to repeat what the coach is saying. So yeah, that, that balance is huge. So if you already have that mindset, yeah, I, I believe you'll be a, a hell of a leader for them. Um, whenever that time comes and you're, you know, you're still so young and coming into this freshman year. So it'll be, mm-hmm. it'll be fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, of leaders, you know, Hunter coming back, it, it was interesting to see the, the landscape changing with Michigan basketball, right? And who's going to come back, who wasn't, who's transferring mm-hmm. him, blah, blah, blah. And Hunter coming back. And, you know, it was a little surprising that he came back for a sophomore year. So it seems like this really means a lot to him. Like he's coming back and, and, and from all reports and, you know, you can take it for a grain of salt with people watching workouts and stuff, but he's been pretty vocal and, and pretty serious as, as that, that been pretty accurate he's been pretty intense with some workouts and like he's a little bit on a mission here yeah hunters definitely showed that he's taking a little bit of a different approach this year um like he was never one like last year to like not be in the gym or sure. um things like that but i feel like this year he's taking like the whole aspect seriously last year i feel like he was maybe like he would totally like agree with the statement he was focused on maybe like himself a little bit more like like I mean as he should have been he was trying to get to the NBA that was yeah like 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 what he had envisioned for himself but I feel like this year he is like totally bought into making sure that like we make a run in March and like being able to win games regular season postseason um all the time and I think he's shown that in how he changed his diet like this spring when I was with him, he was like extremely serious about like what he was eating, what he was feeling himself with, changing his body, like lifting weights seriously, like um, workouts, like he's putting in the work on the floor, um, just kind of perfecting his craft. Obviously, he has so many tools already. Um, and then I feel like the biggest difference this year is just like his leadership really taken. Like, Last year, he was like he was definitely a leader for our team. Yeah, but I feel like this year he's taking more of like that, um, like that servant leadership role, like being able to you know like go up to someone and be like, "Yo, like you good?" Like, and like helping them through it and like show them the way um, that things are meant to be. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it's just great for our programs, great for the culture. And I think it's going to help him out in the long run, ultimately the most. So 
yeah yeah i'm i'm really like proud of his development and just like where he's came and how much he's grown really as just like a person like you can just see like the difference in like his maturity from like when i first got here last year as a freshman but like my second year now yeah that that a lot of times you know freshman and sophomore will be a big jump but sometimes sophomore or junior year can be like earth-shattering stuff especially mentally and i i yeah yeah, yeah. made comments last year like okay he had a hell of a freshman year now he's got the confidence basketball wise you know it's gonna be scary for the big 10 sophomore year and it was you know especially towards the end but now he's got like this confidence of being a leader and directing a team. And that's like a totally different mindset. So I'm, I'm, I'm even more scared for the big 10 this upcoming season than, uh, than I was last year, which is kind of, that's scary yeah. itself to think of. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Before, you know, I got a few things to end here. Um, we'll get you out of here pretty soon, but I want to talk to you about the uh, NIL stuff. Obviously cheddar being your last name is such an easy target. When are when are we getting shirts? Do we have shirts? Do we have these blockheads? I know it's Wisconsin, but like, when are we getting some stuff? Um, you know, we gotta we gotta you know establish ourselves a little bit more <laughs> before we can you know roll out the merch. But um, it's fair. I'm hoping that you know with like what NIL has in store for college athletes, that eventually you know I'm in that position where I can maybe you know make some money off my. Um, unique last name but um it's right there yeah it's right yeah, there yeah it's just right there it's i mean I, I just mentioned spots earlier they got cheesesteaks cheddar i mean it's all it's all available <laughs> but yeah you're right you gotta take some time i guess yeah for sure okay we got uh i usually end with three quick hitters um right. to end these podcasts now one is i make guys choose between skeeps or ricks and i usually don't uh I usually don't talk to guys that are underage. So you, we'll come back to you in a few years when you're 21. And you <laughs> okay. rich. We'll skip that one. Uh, but number two, uh, what, what's your favorite spot in Ann Arbor? Like to eat or just like hang out? It could be it. Yeah. Uh, any, either one. All right. Well, I would say that my um, favorite place to eat is... Well, the spot that I eat at the most is the State Street Chipotle. Um, um, I know my uh, my buddy Ian on the team always makes fun of me that I have it at least five times a week. Um, <laughs> but I would say that my favorite place to eat is probably uh, the Jolly Pumpkin. I, wow. okay. I, I, I love to go Culture there. Pick. Yeah. Um, or we were I don't just, know, I'm kind yeah. of a foodie, so – I would say uh, Pretzel Bell has really good food. Um, Chapala's uh, Taco Tuesday deal is a good one. Oh, yeah, you're all over it. Um, ooh, Monahan's Fish Market. I would say that's probably my favorite right now. Where's Zingerman's? Where's Zingerman's? Uh, Zingerman's is so expensive, but when we get our little True. fuel in blue, uh, that's the place to go. Um, I would say that. You know, they have a good sandwich. But I would say right now, if I had to pick my favorite restaurant, it'd be uh, Monahan's Fish Market. Yeah, that's – see, I didn't – I wasn't smart enough. We just ate in, like, five spots, and I saved my money. And then, like, after school, I was like, holy crap, there's really good food. Yeah, there's really so good much good food. Yeah. Like, it even – even when I was of age, like, oh, man, there's really cool bars, and I didn't go to any of them. So I mm-hmm. That was a hit. So yeah. don't don't make don't make my mistake. But I got my question for you is Pancheros. Is that still there? Right next to the brown jug? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's there. Actually, one of our managers works there. Oh, it's the best. It's still my favorite spot. I got to go back. Okay, that's good to know. All right, last thing, and then we'll get you out of here. Um, I ask most people what is the one thing that they learned they still carry with them to this day in Michigan, but for you, you're still there. But what's the most important thing you've learned so far in your time at Michigan? Um, I feel like the University of Michigan in general, um, I've just learned like the value of like a like just like relationships, um, whether it's, you know, within like the PDC and Chrysler and like the basketball or whether it's, you know, like making friends um, and meeting people in my classes. Like I really enjoy um, like meeting people within like my major and like what I'm like really passionate about being able to talk to, you know, those people about outside of basketball and having that outlet. And then obviously like having like my teammates and my coaches and being able to talk about um, like another one of my, like, obviously like my lifestyle. So yeah. um, I feel like just in general, like the value of relationships at the university of Michigan has taught me that like you can learn something from everyone. Um, and, you know, having the ability to make um, so many new connections here um, is like, really valuable um and i feel like like i feel like i'm fortunate that i've learned that so early on in my time here because like i'm just going to meet more and more people every year um and you know i'm super excited um about like what's to come so yeah no it's easy to get in a bubble that is for sure no matter what you do in mm-hmm. life so that that no for sure good. it's uh mm-hmm. yeah you got it you got a really good head on your shoulders well i got no worries for you at all and literally whatever you do and I appreciate I you appreciate coming on that. here. I'm going to be fun watching you and seeing what happens. And hopefully we can get you back on, uh, you know, a future episode. All right. I appreciate you, man. Thank appreciate you. you.